you sent a snap of something stop, at like four thirty. Stop! 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 Both of you, stop. Welcome yeah, back to the right or wrong though. Stop! He, he sent a snap two hours stop. ago of him in Omaha, and he knows he Shut did. Up. Yes, and then I had to go to the restaurant, which had one person working there. So don't and sit here and say you had to rush. Wait, because I you did. Everyone to needs to shut up. Down. I had to. This is so good. There's no food. Stop. Welcome back to the Compound Podcast, presented by Parse Ram. This is episode 107. Seven? Seven? Seven. 107. Zach is shoveling ice cream is it into cold his stone? mouth. Yeah, it's fucking cold. Yeah, stone. the one down by Omaha, that one's so good. I farted in there yeah, one time. Dude. I cleared the place out with my fart. It was the worst yeah, part man. of my entire life. I just That's had a, a, we a some tap room right down there. The, uh, poor, the poor woman was only working by herself. And it took about two hours for three people. Can we get can we get into this for a second? Zach has pushed our recording back because he said oh. he was late getting into Omaha, but now Dakota is saying that he got no, that Zach got oh, into Omaha still, hours ago. Get, no, we still did get delayed, but I ran to my room, dropped my stuff. You can see it; it's everywhere. Ran to the restaurant, came back eight twenty seven. I opened my computer. I'm out of breath. I'm. I don't care at all. You can push it as late as you want. I'm three hours behind you, but don't say you had like you landed two hours ago. You nope. were there two hours ago. Dakota, Dakota. That's I'm so still much in my time. travel stuff. I'm. St- it's not my fault. Two hours is so much time. I went to a restaurant within walking distance. Came back at eight twenty-seven. So you're saying we could have recorded at six thirty or six, and then you could have got dinner after. No, I haven't eaten. All day. We're not gonna what we're not gonna do is complain about me pushing this back coming from you. Me. Yeah. Yep. We did it. We, that was from both of you last week, though. Yeah, we both no, no, had... no, 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 Dakota. Dakota, how many times have we pushed it back? And Hap is 15 minutes late. He's like, oh, sorry, guys. Hap's the boss, though. Yeah. That's right. Don't get an exception. Don't you want a healthy working environment? I you did try to cover your tracks though and say I had to rush to the Dakota, room like we Dakota, just got Dakota, here. Dakota, and I'm like, Dakota, no, Dakota. you got there two hours ago. You sent me a snap. And I did not unpack a thing. I know. I'm not saying you wasted time. I didn't I'm even saying pee. didn't even pee. I'm saying did order food. Pee. Order food. Didn't even pee. Little, little commitment. I don't know. We got a lot to talk about today. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if you guys know this, but it's expensive as shit to order food. The Kaipel Podcast is presented by Parse Rum. My favorite rum, your favorite rum. When I say Parse, you say... Rum. Rum. Parse? Zach's just... He's had a tough one, all right? The Nets just got swept. It's all right. I'm just off my co-host right now. That's all. Me or him? I don't know. Both of you. (laughs) Zach, why Uh, are you you so upset? Zach, I just looked up your numbers. You're spying it. I'm not... No, no, no. I'm, I'm not... No, I'm not doing it right now. You're swinging it. You had a nice day. Had a nice day playing golf, all relaxed. I'm crammed in a fucking middle seat on my flight today to three day Omaha. You are absolutely not going to talk about being crammed on a plane. That's not no. Okay, I'm not crammed. I was in the middle okay. seat. I'll give you that. Middle seat sucks no matter how big you are or how small you are. But don't say crammed when I'm okay. in this group. I was crammed. I'm not going to talk about the two people next to me. I'm not going to do it. 
Was one of them um, Foles? I'm not. No, I'm not. I said <laughs> I'm not talking about them. But I'm glad you had a nice off day, Ian, of you relaxing, playing golf with your teammates. Yeah, you know. I got to play with a friend of the pod, Scotty Afros. We had a great day out there. We rode together. We had a blast. Are you guys in Atlanta? We're in Atlanta. What's Scotty shoot? Well, I'm not going to say. What did he shoot? Over over under 92. I think it was over. I he Scotty. He, he play, he, first of all, Scotty's a very honest man. Counts. He's he's not taking a double and picking up. He's getting oh, to the 100%. end of the hole. Oh, he's finishing it out. It doesn't matter if he's putting for eight. He's putting it. He's putting it. And he he got into a little bit of bunker trouble. You know, he had some really good shots. A little he bit of bunker trouble. He texted us that he goes, "My bunker play is laughable today. Not the best, but did, he, we had a great time out there." I was trying we to were, give many tips. Uh, yeah, it's a little bunker tip that I probably should have just left him alone. But he hit some he hit some great shots out there, and uh, he really kept me positive on the course, which was great. He is a fantastic yeah, it's, person. It's really, to really golf. positive to be really hard to be positive when you're one under. I was golfing my ball today. Can we move on? Okay. And we need to talk about Dakota wants to talk about um, when the Nats got a little upset. I want to know what you guys think about that. Because it was seven to one in the ninth inning. It was the Giants. And I think they were mad because who was it? Whoever it was tried to like bunt for a hit or whatever, stole second and then tried to score. It was Tyro Estrada. Tyro Estrada tried to steal second in a seven one game. What's the issue? A team, an MLB team can't score six like that. Like, I mean, six runs is not that big of a lead. In I'm my opinion, so, I have no I'm problem with so that. over like the complaining about if you're losing. I thought about this yesterday. If it's like 10 plus and it's the ninth, okay. But like six runs, I mean, what do you want them to do? Go fucking station to station and give you a chance to come back in the game? Like they shouldn't have to give you a chance. They should be able to stomp on you. I don't know what you saw, what Gabe Kapler said two weeks ago. He was like, we're not going to stop playing the game. It's like, if we don't want somebody to bunt on us, we're going to defend the bunt. We don't want them swinging 3-0, we're not going to get the 3-0. Exactly. It's that Thank simple. You. It's literally right. that simple to me. It's like, if you don't like it, get them out. I don't know. Don't let them on base. Yeah, he, he basically also said um, that – they want to get deep into bullpens. And if they're playing a three game series, they're going to get to the, you know, they're going to push the envelope and get to the end of somebody's bullpen because it helps them later in the series, which I think makes sense. I don't know that it's really follows kind of the rules of the unwritten rules of the game about like, Hey, let's just, if it's nine, nothing, let's not bunt. Like, I don't know. Nine. I don't know if I could swear around nine, nothing. No, I I'll, wouldn't do I'll it. Give you, but... I'll give you like bunting for a hit. Okay. But like, if it's a guy on second or something and it's a six run game and he tries to score on a single, like, yeah, yeah, no, no shit. Like, why no wouldn't No problem you? with that. That's yeah. also like an RBI for your guy. That's it wasn't because he was scored, trying like, to score. It was he was running on the pitch and then they were upset about him running on the pitch. I got Which, no issue with it. It's a six run game. And it's, Hold the runner a closer. Six run game. Six run game. I don't have an issue with. Can I say also in that game, the Giants scored seven runs in the second inning. So in that game, someone scored seven runs. So it's not as if seven runs is impossible. Plus, it's a guy, Tyler Estrada, former Yankee. He's on the fringes of that roster. I'm sure he's a guy, you know, trying to make sure he keeps his spot on that team. You're going to tell a guy like that who's on the edge of the roster that he can't compete because it's a six-run game in the ninth inning? It's ludicrous. 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 Strong words there, Tom. I will also say 
sometimes when you're getting feels like you're uh, struggling a little bit, team scuffling, got to stick up for your guys and try to light a fire. Maybe he was just trying to light a fire, get the boys going. Sometimes you got to get the boys fired up about other team trying to score. Respect it. I've seen I've seen a couple times, not my guys on my team, guys on other teams, where you're like, why is that guy getting so mad? And then you kind of think through it. It's like, ah, he's trying to light a little bit of a fire because they're a little flat. Got to appreciate it. Brings the boys together, especially in the season. I just don't – I mean, just play the game. Like, I, you don't like it, get him out. You don't like it, hold the runner closer first. Don't let him steal. I, I don't get guys getting that pissed. I understand the unwritten shit of, like, you don't try to bunt for a hit when a guy's got no hit or stuff like that. I think trying to score is a completely different. Like you should try to score every single chance you can. The uh, Cubbies had an exciting one. That's yeah. That's a game where, yeah, if you're bunting in the ninth in that game, okay. You're probably getting yeah. blunt. Cubbies had a 21, nothing piece. That was crazy town. Carl, uh, Kyle Hendricks threw unbelievably. Cubbies were swinging it. We couldn't, the Cubbies it, were struggling to put the ball in play and get out. We were putting the ball in play and it didn't really matter how hard it was hit. It was getting through. I personally benefited from that because I had three balls, sub 90 eggs of Velo Knox. Those, are the, days, those are the days you live for. Yeah. And the two balls that I actually like hit decently in the air were outs. So I want Alfonso Rivas playing every game the rest of the year. If there's He's a righty on the mound, I want Alfonso Rivas in the lineup. This homer was so sick. He's did so you good. See, did you see the pimp job he did? It's, I've never seen it before. Lefty That's pimp what I'm saying. Hit the, he hit his cutter in, homer, and then he went all the way to the other side. He was in the righty batter's box. Crazy. Was he pimping or was he just stumbling? No, no. No, no. He, okay. he was like, ooh. Got, got that one. Yeah. I mean, he's a great, he's also like a f- gold glove first baseman. Great yeah, player. He's very, very good defensively. And he's a great dude. I just I just hang out with him. Can we talk about – everybody's going to talk about this, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. But I do want to talk just for a minute about Angel Hernandez and the game last night on Sunday Night Baseball. Schwab? I'll t- let's talk about Schwab. That he picked a great spot to freak out. Ninth inning, one run against Hater. Probably not putting some teammate in jeopardy about going back out there and having to wear an inning or whatever. And it was justified. And I want to say from the hitter's perspective, grinding out in a bat against a big league reliever, a big league closer, an elite big league closer, left on left, grinding out in a bat to get to 3-2. I think he already called a ball a strike earlier in that at bat. And then he takes a very tough away heater, 3-2. So he's now seen five balls and and punched out. Five balls, one strike, and he punched out. At like that frustration. For me, the 3-2 fr- punch on a ball is like the most frustrating thing that can happen to you as a hitter because it's a walk and you're on base versus a punch out, especially to start the inning. Like, that was that's I could feel it inside of me. It's like oh oh that feeling, but really he he was very animated and it was awesome. And I texted him and said that was amazing. I saw something. It might have been from. I'm pretty sure it was the John Boy. It might have been um, talking Jake. He was like doing his bullet points of a podcast, and he was like Angel Hernandez, good for baseball question mark. And it was like kind of thinking about is like. 
got the boys watching a game on Sunday night. That's true. It's not it's not the right thing to be watching the game for, but people do. I think I don't know. I don't know if people tune in to see, but they definitely look no, at the right. the You're stuff. Watching that, the highlights, right? The highlights about how bad it is. The one, I mean, there was one that was way inside on Gene Segura. That was that was the worst. Like, whoa, that, that can't happen. That one was really bad. I uh, yeah, and Angel's a great guy, and well, that's uh, the that's thing. That's what but, I've seen a lot of videos that he is always like very personable. And I mean, again, it's it's never a good thing, I guess, when people know your name for that reason. You know, like being an umpire or being a referee i understand it's a tough job and it's like playing devil's advocate especially me saying that but i don't know it's yeah i don't know it's not easy and guys have tough days and having right. tough days you, on, right right having tough days on sunday night baseball is that's the hardest time to have a tough day especially a one nothing game like that with some really good pitchers going and i thought uh there is ever a time to get really upset that's perfect it, it was it the right way perfect yeah. Ian, you want to know what makes me upset and sad? Please tell me. That Zach's changed. He told me in one of his games last week, there was a call. It was so bad that he would have got tossed, but his girlfriend was there. And I said, you didn't get tossed because in your head, my girlfriend's tear came into your head. That's bad. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'll, 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 I'll hear you out. You got the floor. Okay. So in AAA now, I don't know if it's all minor leagues. We have the pitch clock. Yep. And oh, okay, right. I am not I am not one to take a lot of time in between pitches. Like never have been. I could probably do a better job at it, you know, collecting my thoughts, collecting my breath in between pitches. So the new rule is like you have 14 seconds in between, but the hitter has to be looking at nine seconds. So you swing and miss, you fall over, you foul one off. As soon as that pitcher gets the ball back, it's going. So you can see there's a video of it. I barely step out of the box. I'm barely doing anything. I come back in and like as I'm looking up, he calls time. And he's like, that's a violation. I was like, oh, man, like, thank God I get a ball here. That'd be cool. And he's like, strike three. And I'm like, Alex or whoever his name was like, you can't be serious. I was like, I like legitimate first batter of the game or home side of leading off. It was a one, two count, two, two count. Can't see anything. They've got shadows. And again, I don't do anything in between. I swung and missed. Did not come out of the box. Did my two taps, looked up, called time. And he's like, Zach, I'm so-. And like, listen, again, I understand it's part of the game. It's part of your job now. You're getting graded on it. But I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, as soon as it hit in eight seconds, I called it. And I'm like, would you call it at eight and a half seconds? I was like, there's no way that I was literally, you are now making the game slower by doing that. We're trying to speed the game up. I understand this is your job. You're getting graded on it, but you are taking this too far. And now we have, now my manager comes out, he starts arguing. And now we have five to 10 minute delay because instead of giving me a warning saying, Hey, just look up, you're going to bang me on strike three. And mm-hmm. I said, it was the first inning. And I was like, Hey, listen, I told them, I was like, yeah, if she wasn't there, I felt bad. She'd travel all the way out there. You know, hey, she probably would have liked it, so she didn't have to stress oh, out. Front. That would have fired her up. She said she'd have been she, on the field with you. She said, like, when I was in it, not in his face, but talking with him, she was like, ah, oh, shit, and, like, closed her laptop because she was finishing up work. She was like, well, guess we're out of here soon. But Yeah, you could have went to a nice dinner. That's just dumb. No, I know. But, yeah, I mean, the whole did the thing. Hand, and it did sucks, the hand go to the hip? 
No, no, no. I was, I was like this. I was like, oh, I was like, there's no way. I was like, Wait you just saw that. I was strike, like, strike three. That's what. Again, it's like. Again, it's nice because you look up and it's a sixth inning and it's still light out. I get that, but it is not baseball. If you pick off two times, you ha- and you pick off again. It's and you don't get them out. It's a balk. That's so the guys shit. Are like taking adv- taking advantage of it. It's like, yeah, this, the pace of play is great, but now we have the baseball writers. Same thing that went through the lockout. The whole Twitter thing is like pushing that narrative. Like, wow, this is great for baseball. Yet every game, there's people arguing and getting thrown out because we're getting screwed on something. After I foul one off my foot and I fall down, but the clock's going. The, it's like it's not it's stupid the pickoff one is the one where i'm like that changes the game because like you pick over twice the runner's like oh he can't pick over i can get a huge lead as long as i can like and like it's really hard to pick someone off so it's like you can get yep. a pretty big lead and still get back and you know they're not picking over isn't the clock though like if there's a runner on first i can still hold for as long as i want nope you have to throw it before zero seconds i thought you had to come set before have to throw it. That's... I don't understand nah, why they're that. trying Hap- to... You're in the freaking PA. Fix it. Listen, I'm going to get angry about it for a second. Good. I don't understand why they're trying to implement rules at the AAA level where dudes are trying to get to the big leagues. What the fuck are you doing messing with guys' careers who are trying to stay in the game, trying to get to the big leagues, trying to make an impression for the first time, trying to get back to the big leagues? These dudes can't be having strikeouts on their resume because they're not looking at nine seconds. What are we talking about? You want to make the game faster. You want to put that stuff in. That's fine. But I can guarantee you that rule cannot get no. to the big leagues and affect games at the big league level. So think- if that happened at the big league level, not only would p- players would lose their, f- if that goes on the back of my baseball card, if I have a punch out on the back of my baseball card, cause I wasn't looking in time. I'm yard selling everything. I'm right. balls on the field, bats on the field. I'm losing my fucking mind. So, so think about it, right? So I'm looking up there. So say I don't want to get another one. I don't even look, take, like I take the pitch and I'm doing this. He can, the pitcher can stand on there from 14 to zero seconds. If I'm uncomfortable, you know, like pitchers will hold sometimes. I can't call time more than once or it's a strike. So say I call time for whatever, say a fly goes in my eye, right? Oh, time, 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 time. Like, sorry, I, my bad. That's one. Now this guy is standing on there for 14 seconds going through every sign. I can't call time again or it's a strike. And then, so think about this. Think about this, right? Man on second base, you're going multiple signs, Dakota. You can't see. You step off. Hey, do it again. Hey, that's one. That counts as a pickoff? Huh? Counts as a pickoff? Counts as a you can't disengage with the mound. That's one. So say you can't see it again or whatever. Now the clock is running down. You don't want to step off. If you shake, you can't have time again to go through all your multiple signs. So now the guy on second is like, well, it's probably going to be first or second sign. He's relaying something. Their argument would it's be that's sh- why they're using the pitch com. But the – We don't have that. We don't have that I know, in I'm league. saying that would be the big league argument. But here's – like – that stuff that stuff does affect the game and test it all you want in the lower levels. Don't test it in AAA. And that kind of stuff, like whoever is sitting upstairs in that room in the MLB office is going like, this would be a great idea. Way more action. Like nobody wants to see things getting called randomly. Tom, what do you got? 
Uh, the only pushback I'm going to have is I did see Jeff pass in the first day. They started really heavily implementing this a couple weeks ago. The games were shorter across MILB by about 30 minutes. Okay, so no, do, Tom, Tom. The I'm, one I'm game just telling like you that's hour, going to be pushback. I, no, I hear the, your point. One game was like an hour and 50 minutes, and everything else was – yeah, it was under three hours. I'm telling you, it's awesome when you look up and it's the seventh inning. You're like, holy shit, like this is great. But – the price you're paying for that as a player is not baseball. And that's what I mean. I didn't want to say Jeff Passan's name, but like he's saying like, Oh my God, this is great. MLB you're next. And we're, and we're and like us as players are like, no, like this is not a good test, but like if the game's rolling, yeah, it, you know, it's not bad. But when I'm taking a pitch, someone's throwing 98 by my head and I get in there and again, I'm like, Oh my God, there's 10 seconds. I got to look up. Like what the fuck are we doing? And that's the issue. They're not looking at how it affects the game. They're looking at, does it shorten the game? Yep. Okay, good idea. And exactly. if, if you are asking, if the best thing that we can do for baseball is to have the best players in the world competing at their peak and highest level, do we really want that to be affected by a rule that will speed up the game? Sure. I'm all for games being sub three hours. I'm all for like trying to hit that mark. I'm all for the games having pace and a good flow to them and not having some really brutal stretches, but let's do it in a way that doesn't affect the product on the field. Cause these dudes, this is their careers. These are these, this is what these guys do for a living. It's what they're paid to do. It's how they're evaluated. So as long as we can do something that helps to, with the pace, but also in the action, but also lets mm-hmm. these guys be able to play the game the right way. I'm for it right now. Listen, it seems like it's fucking people. Up. I, I don't know. I know the, um, the umpire life is like just as bad as minor leaguers. You know, they're fighting for spots with less spots open. I, I understand, but I didn't say it, but I was like, you know, is that going to get you to the big leagues? Is you calling the third strike on a clock? Instead of you just telling me to look up, like, hey, man, look up, look, let's go. Where you have other umpires who are like, hey, man, nine seconds, look up. Where I can just be like, oh, thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, help me out. And that's and guess what? The game is flowing. But you calling time and saying violation, you know, I'm not just going to be like, ooh, you're right. My bad. Yeah, I'm out. It's not going to happen. Uh, you got me. Dang it. But I snuck that one by you. Yeah. For the record, I completely agree. I don't think we need a pitch clock. In the end. It doesn't sound I, like I just, it, Tom. All right. I was just giving you what MLB is going to say. Tom, you should change your name on here to Devil's Advocate Tom. Zach, you love playing Devil's Advocate. You say like three times an episode. I'm just going to play Devil's Advocate. I think you said that today. <laughs> Producer, advocate. Producer Advocate. What was the old minor league clock? 20 seconds? Yes. Yeah, but there was no... But it was no... There was no like stipulations. It was like you could step yeah. up. You could pick over. You could... It wasn't. It was once you came set, the clock turned off too. And I do think there's a lot of loopholes. I do think still this case or did it change? Sorry, Ian. (laughs) I actually want to know because that affects me. What what did you say? You said it's once you the clock keeps going until you lift your leg to go home, right? Because it used to be you just had to come set, and then the clock went away, and you could do whatever you had to do. That's why I think they got. That's why I think they got away from it because there were so many loopholes like that. But and even now, like you can't just step off if there's one second. That's, because now you can only do it twice. That's the shit that's gonna change, and I I don't like that. I do think a clock with loopholes would at least have the incentive to speed the game up. 
I think so. I don't know what the stats say about that for last year, but we had it last year, and it's. I mean, it seemed pretty quick. Like I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think know. games were slightly faster last year across MILB, like five to seven minutes. Some some amount that's significant, but obviously not thirty minutes, which is what. But doing. is five to ten minutes worth it? Like, really changing the game? Is somebody going to say I'm going to go to a game today because it's going to be two hours and thirty seven? minutes instead of two hours and 47 minutes i think it's i think it's selling ads and tv stuff i think it's a lot more to do with fitting in the three-hour window and being able to sell advertisements i don't know that's what it feels like because this isn't for the benefit of the players let me let me move on to something else in the baseball world that's frustrating me i'm just gonna complain all podcast how about that fan graphs okay i don't want to go after fan graphs Fangraphs came out with updated war, defensive war metrics, okay, for the years 2016 till 2021. So they have changed the way that they calculate war, fielding war, and uh, retroactively changed all of the war metrics for players across the board, okay? Here's some examples. In an individual season, Nick Ahmed gained two war in 2018 from 1.7 to 3.7. Carlos Correa gained uh, 1.9 to a 3.5. Javi Baez gained 1.5 war. Over the course of these, some guys lost a bunch of war. Uh, Over the course of these times, Nick Ahmed gained 6.5 war, went from being a 4.8 war player to 11.6. Javi gained 4.2, 17.8 war to a 22 war. Hey, think he could have used those war points when he was going through arbitration the last few years? How do you just go back, change the way things are measured, give guys war, take uh, take war away from guys, and now they have to go into arbitration next year or the year, or they didn't get to use those numbers, and now like that's how we're paying people, but it can just change on a whim. I don't like defensive metrics. I don't think they're there yet. I don't know how guys are being valued defensively when it changes left and right. So the change was they added like some statistic in the algorithm to fucking defense, you're saying? They changed the algorithm that measures defensive war or whatever the – however they measure defensive war, they went back retroactively. They changed it. They added weight different places. So like, so what it looks like is like really good, like good defensive shortstops really, really benefit benefited from it. Uh, some of the defensive shortstops that don't aren't considered like as good got crushed. Uh, some outfielders got crushed. Like, Question: Did yours go up or down? I think mine was pretty flat, honest. Oh. Okay. I was really. like, are you heated because yours went down? Be no, honest. No, no. I think mine was I think mine was pretty flat. But there are guys that were comps to me in like going through the arbitration system who did get crushed. And like I could have used them, you know, there could have been comps that would have lined up better on like the overall war stuff, you know, if those metrics had changed. And yeah. so like it's not yeah, I don't know. It's I, how does it just change? How do you just go back in time and change it? That doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't like you said, like you can't just change a stat. Like and and think about this: when MLB was proposing all that stuff in the midst of the lockout and going through negotiations, they wanted a war-based 
model where guys, instead of arbitration, guys got paid off war. Okay, so we're going to go to a war-based model that changes five years later and you lose all your war points? Like, okay, so what if you paid me X in 2017 and then my war got updated and I was worth three more war than you paid me for? Are you going to pay me with interest for that? Like, it just- Is the Fangraphs war like end-all be-all? Well, Fangraphs and Baseball Reference are the two war that- teams use uh and wow. they're both fact when you go through arbitration they're both on the sheet um and you know i just think like it's also crazy that we let two websites decide like how guys get paid here's here's my plan i'm gonna start a company ian guess what your war is a hundred you're welcome thank you thank you i think this is a good idea can we do john boy war please yes i, I think jimmy's actually talked to some people about putting together like a j war or something he's had some i know he's had some meetings with some different people trying to figure it out because i know trevor's talked about ian you've talked about defensive metrics he talked about um in his career he went from being graded as a below average defender to an above average defender and he said all he did right he didn't nothing changed except for he took one step closer to the line gave away less doubles because that allowed him no balls got by him. Right. So he graded well there. And now the plays that he was making moving further away from the line graded above average because he was moving further and his range suddenly improved. So that was, he like, I think he talked to someone he did in the twins organization. I don't know. He, said, he talked to somebody who told him to do that. He set me that up worked. with that guy this off season and I talked to him, but it's like what you, that's the thing. Like you get crushed as a third baseman or first baseman. If balls get down the line, you give up extra base hits, but like you can't control where you're positioned. Like no. sometimes they have you moved off the line and stuff. Like it's nuts. I, it's nuts. I get like counting like errors and like, you know, some plays guys make that others can't like just the range, but like one down the line that's out of their reach. Like, I mean, the coaches set you like the coaches set you up still where you're supposed to be. Don't they? Yeah. 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 You have a card. That's what I mean. Like, it's not like you're sitting like, ah, I think right here's the right place. Ah, shoot. He got one by me. And that's, I mean, that's, I think shows that the system has flaws. I mean, granted, this was Trevor obviously played a couple of years ago. So it's everything's changing as we see with fan graphs, but there hasn't been a solid defensive metric. This is, I believe they changed uh, to outs above average was their new component in war that allowed it to change but it's yeah as you said like it definitely Didi Gregorius is a guy in New York put up some really really good seasons he lost I believe six and a half war uh because of these changes went from an 11 and a half war player to six and a half something along those lines I mean that that felt extreme and then those are the outliers obviously but you know I have a question about arbitration it's kind of a different direction in the guys who are didn't have their hearing yet or whenever that is what were they getting paid now they get paid whatever the loan the team's number and until then, the hearing until the hearing then if there's if they win their decision then they get paid the got it rest um but the, yeah the defensive war the th i always say this the thing that blows my mind is when guys like the guys that pass the eye test that are good outfielders good infielders and they go from being like the second dude in the league in center field war to like the 17th the next year. Like that guy didn't just forget how to play center field. He, there's times when guys regress and like, but the bouncing all around the metric thing, it blows my mind. And it's so, so dependent on where you play in what ballpark you play in. Like Olsen and Chapman, awesome defenders, really, really good, but they always got a bump from catching foul balls 
in Oakland that nobody else had a chance to catch. Like you play outfield in Kansas city or Arizona or Colorado. Like there's a ton more ground to cover. You take away more balls in the gap that the computer thinks should be doubles. Like it's just, you don't have that opportunity when you're playing, you know, right field in Pittsburgh. I want to, I get so fired up about defensive war. I want to talk about something that's very important to me. Tops NFTs. That's what it is. It's top tops NFTs. No real warning from Tom on this. Exciting news out of the digital convertibles world. Collectibles, collectibles, the digital collectibles world. Tops just announced this morning that they'll be releasing the much anticipated 2022 Series 1 baseball NFT. This Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, exclusively at topsnftsnfts.com. That's topsnfts.com. Uh, Tom, what do you got on this? Are you a big NFT tops guy? Tops, as you guys know, we were at the Tops Bunt House. Tops has been a big uh, partner with John Boy Media. Uh, and this is a brand new thing that they just launched. Uh, as you mentioned, Ian, Tops NFT. You know, you can create a free Tops NFT account in just four easy steps to make sure you're ready to go when they hit sales Thursday at 1 p.m. They got in uh, anticipated releases such as the Stars of MLB Chrome, Generation Now, Ultra Short Print, Team Cube 2.0. Special 1987 35th anniversary motion set. So a lot of cool stuff going on there. And we hope you guys can check it out. I'd like to file a motion. Uh, Tom reads all our ads from now on. Well, Tom did a good job of reading the ad, but I want to know, Tom, are you an NFT guy? During this segment? Of course. (laughs) I could... I want to know how many people in the John Boy offices are firing up the NFT shop and building themselves a Tops collectible. Because I would love to see Jake's collection versus Jimmy's collection. Maybe Trevor's got a collection over there in California. Trevor definitely feels like an NFT guy. I don't. I have to. I'll have to take a poll tomorrow and get back to you. Maybe we put that up on the compound Twitter. What what the feeling in the office is. I do know. Again, this is a slightly different than the Tops Bunt app. They had everyone, they were giving us free packs and stuff to open on the Arizona trip. And people were really getting competitive with those. Someone pulled like a gold Jeter or a diamond, whatever the best version of Jeter was. And people were losing their minds at the top bunt house at like 8 a.m. one morning. So I'll buy that for $1 million. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. I, if it's uh, Jeter, I'll pay a billion dollars. I, I would like... I would like a little inner office uh, NFT tops collection competition, and then I'm going to win it. We'll set that up. What you got? I want your NFT. I had some new tops cards that are sick. You know what I need? I'm dead serious. This is going to sound weird. I need a card from you. Put it in my wallet because in my wallet still, I still got Nico Horner, Tennessee Smokies card in my wallet in my locker. For some reason, it's been in my locker since the alt site. I have a signed card from Adbert Alzelay. I've put it in my baseball bag everywhere I went, and I just always have it in my locker. I don't know why. Why don't you have one you for got me? got one for you, Dakota. Uh, you've never given me one, Hap. Zach, that one's sick. I'm on it. That's an did awesome Adbert, right. Did Adbert hand you a card? It was when we were at the alt site. It was a weird time. There's only 11 of us there. You know, that was a crazy place. It was mayhem there. Tops doesn't even ask me to sign cards anymore. You know what? I might be down on Tops. You know what? No, 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 no. no. I'm, not down on tops. I'm not down on tops. I can't wait to, to get cut that. NFT We're going to have to cut that, Tom, because we NFTs. just read the ad for tops. NFTs and tops. No, I he came tops. back. I can say it. He had a moment of clarity. All right. Man, man. Okay. Yeah, we're good. I love tops. I love They're tops. great. I love tops. They work with the PA. They're a big PA season. 
I signed yeah. some stuff for Tops. It's They're owned by Fanatics place. now, I think. Zach, how many cards did they give you to sign? Just, bro. Did you see the picture I sent you? I don't know if I sent it to you. Oh, that's fucked up. And I know I'm at the top of your list because we have a streak of almost 2,000 days. So I know you looked at my name and said, nah, I don't want to sign it to him. No. Sorry, go ahead. It's usually they only send like two grand to sign like max. And I get there. My- Just for people at home that think that's a lot, that's actually not that much. 2,000 like to sign actually is Are you saying 2,000 cards or $2,000? No, no, cards. 2,000 cards. Because when you say two grand, it makes it sound like dollars. No, sorry, two thousand cards, and then the, my uh, lady from my agency texts me. Goes, hey, like, Tops wants you to sign, or they have like uh, requested like six thousand more signatures. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I'm assuming it's gonna be like over a, a period of time. So I go up to my locker like a few days later, and it's just like box, 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 and I like feel them. I was like, oh, this is cool, and I feel them like, oh my god, it's gonna take me a whole year. And bro, no, you have like a deadline on it. I do. That's why I've never taken them on the road before. And I just took two huge sleeves. And I'm like, bro, I have to do this. Yeah, I did them this offseason. My hand was literally cramped. I'd sit down and pop out like 500 a night. How long does it take you guys? Like, what's like, what, how many can you do in one hour? You it could back them out like, pretty you quick. To, you have to let them dry, though. And then, I mean, I don't like stacking them on top of each other. So you kind of have to, like, set a space. And then when that space is taken care of, you stack them up. I put them away. And then I'll take another stack and do it. It, but it takes some dedicated time to really you have to have you have to have a nice comfortable seat you have to really have a good process going two cards get stuck together you're really upset you i only do it going. i only do it when there's like a game on tv and i can just watch the game and then just like mine like just keep signing so nico was really good at it in arizona and i took his strategy is i'll just put somebody's youtube up and i'll just like watch you know Miggy's highlights from his torture. Oh my god! As you I'm guys signing. would do that. Both of you is that, would do that the biggest Zach and Nick? I that right there is the epitome of you two, and that's your problem. You guys are dorks, freaking dorks, dorks. Just watch, just like because uh, I mean, it, it's not. I don't mean that in like an actual. Oh, I want, hey, they hey, just hey, love hey. it. But I'm like Zach, of course. Like, oh, I just love watching his swing, man. It's I'll watch, swing. I'll watch golf. I'll watch basketball. No, oh, no, man, no, what a no, swing, no. man! You You're not watch watching Eden golf. Highlights? You're lying. You're go- He's going back and watching 2004 Derek Jeter fielding highlights, watching him throw balls across the infield. For the audio listeners, Zach has put on a pair of sunglasses, even though he's sitting inside. Just so you're aware. Bright Tom, it's freaking bright, man. He's a dork. That's so perfect, though, that that's what you would do. I know. What They're else am I going to do? You can't, you can't multitask. They were I mean, probably a game on. At 8 in the morning when I wake up? Well, don't do it in the morning. Do them at night. I, I don't like staying up that late. Cap. That's I stay up late. You, yeah, you're up till 1, probably. No. That's you get home at 11.45. You don't hang out in the locker room anymore? Only with Jim and Ducey? Let's continue. Let's move on. Yeah. Jeez. Can we, uh, anything else before the Sloan screen time? I mean, I kind of want to get to the Sloan screen time, but if you guys have anything else in the baseball world that you want to check in on, you want to talk about, Keegan Thompson's really, really good at baseball. Scott like, Efros. Shout out. That's nasty still. Scotty Efros is nasty. The only runs he's given up this year were not legitimate because they were some soft hit balls. He's been real good. IH8 looks good. I rake. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for the shouts. Eh, he's eh. 
He's whatever. Zach's having Zach's having a heck of a run. Nice job, Zach. You're walking. You're slugging. Is there another Zach on here? Why do you hate yourself? I don't hate, I hate myself. I looked up. I'm like top today. three in the league. Strikeouts. Who cares? Punching, hitting doubles. I am hitting doubles. That tell you what, if they play somebody down the third baseline, I am in trouble. You just gotta collect those counting stats early, and then the rest of the numbers even out over the course of the I did, season. I did, I did homer for my first time in seventeen games yesterday. I homer for my first time yesterday too. Yeah, but you're not in the bus league, brother. Well, it was. I was happy to get my first one out of the way. You're in the private. You're in the private jet league. That's true. The show flight league. I'm in a show hotel right now too with the fellows. You're on the play TPC. In Arizona league. Oh, on an off day. Atlanta. Get to the slow screen time. Shut up. We forgot Miggy's uh, three thousand fit. We should shout out Miggy. Oh, Zach, oh. that's your teammate, man. Don't you want to shout out your teammate? I mean, it is. It's just anytime. I, w- I wish I was there. Yeah. But anytime nice. he gets a hit, they just show a thing on the board, and it's like, and Miggy is now past Babe Ruth, and it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck. Were you were you like when it happened? Were you happy for Miggy, but then kind of like sneaky sad that you weren't there? Because that's like a really yeah. cool milestone. Yeah, because like, I, I was I was, I was sad. For, yeah, I was there for five hundred, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was. It is cool though that Jason Foley, teammate of mine in college, was there for his three thousandth, and I was there for his five hundredth. That's really cool. I t- yeah. actually turned to Nico right when that game where he got it because we were watching it, and I was like, it stinks. Excellent there. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, Thanks for reminding him. Yeah, yeah man, freaking, I forgot he even got three thousand. Are you serious? Yeah, that's Tom's fault. That's on Tom. It was yeah. cool that uh, Iglesias was there because they played together for a while. I think boys. it's also cool. I said this when he was, he was chasing five hundred too. To like, still, how much of a human he is, and he said he wore sunglasses his first AB against the Yankees when he had two thousand nine hundred ninety nine. He said he wore sunglasses because he was emotional during it. Like he said, he was swinging at everything. He couldn't feel his legs. And I'm like, "Hey, Maggie, you have done this close to three thousand times, and you still can't act like you've done it almost three thousand times, which is insane." Can I ask a question to Dakota and everyone else, but mostly to Dakota, from a pitching point of view? Okay, you're he's he's at two ninety nine. You're facing him. Are you trying to punch this ticket from yeah. str- from strike one? The game, they, the score of the game doesn't matter. Okay, score of the game doesn't matter. It's not like it's not close. Game's five runs either way. Are you giving him two heaters, heater heater over the middle to see what happens, or are you trying to punch this ticket? Cause, cause, if you give up that three thousand hit, you are in the Hall of Fame on the the video TV recording forever, forever. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to give up hits ever, but, like, honestly, is it that bad? Like, I don't know. You're on the replay. Like, oh, this guy gave up a hit. But, yeah, like, but it's me. Like, that's pretty cool. Oh, we didn't, we didn't talk about the Yankees walking him. Yeah, that was – I was – I was – that – yes. Say Okay, but Dakota, can you answer that question? Yes, I, oh, I think it'd be really cool to forever be on that highlight, but at the same time, you're not like – like, I'm trying to strike him out. Like, you're never going up there being like, ah, if he gets a hit, he gets a hit. Like, you're, you're trying to win the game. Scotty like, said the same thing. Scotty said he was trying to punch his ticket. And I 100%. said – I said, I don't if know, you're competi- Like, you got to be a competitor. You're I'm not trying to get him closer to 3,000 punch outs. Yeah, 100%. 
but it'd be it, i wouldn't be that pissed off to be like the one on the video clip like especially if it's just a single yeah like if it was just a single. it's not a binky homer, like, it's not a binky it's not like a walk-off binky or anything it's just a nice like fourth inning single no big deal then you get the next guy rolling to the i mean play. you're still not giving it to him like no way yeah it's not a big situation no, all right i'm still trying I'm to strike saying, him out pretty cool to be 100 trying something. to strike him out uh Let's do slow screen time. Yeah, couldn't believe the Yankees watched him. Actually, it was like I can, but like I'll I think be honest, it, was, it was the right, it was the right, yeah, it was the right thing to do. It was the but, right thing to do, but the baseball gods immediately repaid it because that was such a with a flare, easy single from yep. Meadows. Yeah. What about what about uh, what about Joe walking the guy with the bases loaded, Corey Seager? Did, did you see Trout in the outfield? He was just like, yeah, he was a little confused. He's getting they won, they won that game. And they did worked. win the game. They did, but that didn't. That play didn't work out for him. But they won the game. Do you know that every time that a team's intentionally walked somebody, they won the game? Like it's like they're like six I saw that. all time. Whatever, whatever, however many times it's happened, they've won every single time. So, just uh, just so you guys know, this is Sloan Screen Time brought to you by Sloan Sloan Flushers all over the place. If you need to wash your hands without touching the faucet, you need some automatic flushers in your life. Sloan's the people that. to call. You automatic need, faucets, automatic flushers. Huh? I said I still have not used the bathroom in the clubhouse. He won't use the bathroom if it's not a Sloan flusher, which I respect. I yep. believe it. That's just respecting the company. I just gained another yep. minute. Uh, 355. If you, if anybody's at 354, I will argue this. He golfed all day, so he's cheating. Yeah, I'm actually not going to say mine today because I had to take my girlfriend to the airport early in the morning and we traveled, so I'm actually not going to say mine. 632. Wow. What is this? He, he has to say it. It's six He's going to say it, Tom. Tom, He's Tom say it. would you fucking relax from the submarine? <laughs> I hope everyone right. that's I hope everyone that's listening can at least go see a clip of Zach the way he looks right now. He's got the John Boy hat on. His quarter zip is zipped up to his throat and he's got the glasses on. It's a crazy look. Yep. Crazy look. Tom, what's your number? 620. It's not bad. You're three hours ahead of me, too. Zach, are you, you're not over seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely is. Definitely is. He you aren't over eight. No, but I'm flirting with it. What is 754. it? 754. 756. Hey, travel day, and I had to use the GPS. Give me a break. Did oh, you watch God. the Batman on the plane? Uh, No, because it was a shorter flight. I watched a, create a different one. It was about the Boeing documentary. Did you guys hear about this? No, but I just saw the Batman. The Batman was pretty good. Although I'm not, hang, I don't know. Hang, 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 hang. Spoil it for Zach. Doc? Spoil it for Zach. Tell him everything. I just, I don't know if I fuck with emo Batman. This is my thoughts. I don't know. Right, well, we're not going to do. We're not going to talk about it. That's it. Talking about it. Hey, Tom. Submarine. Okay, we're not. You know he's we'll emo. Have you seen any of the trailers? He's emo. That's like in the. It's in the trailers. You know that. That's we'll talk about it more next week once Zach's watched it. Zach, are you saying you watch a documentary about planes and messed up planes while you were on a plane? Yeah, that's psychotic. That's crazy. I, I know. But it was wild, dude. Yeah, you're a psychopath. What's wrong with you? Are you rooting for it to happen or something? You're nuts. No, I'm just mentally strong. All right. That's episode 107 of the Compound Podcast. Everybody check out the YouTube if you're listening so you can see Zach's crazy look right now. We'll see you next week for episode 108, presented by Parse Rum. I love Parse, you love Parse. When I say Parse, you say Rum. Rum. Parse. Rum. Rum. Sorry. One, two, two. Have a good week.